0: All right, boys, I have something to show you. What? It's it's really disappointing and sad. But <laughs> I I lost another bet. Oh! Oh, oh my gosh! Oh. And I have to rep this on the podcast today.
1: Who did you wow. make that bet
2: with? Was it like a late-night drunken bet with your Dude, brother-in-law? I didn't have
0: a single thing to drink. Give Besa- me a
1: break. Besides the fireball.
0: <laughs> besides... <laughs> Half a handle of Fireball.
1: But that's a normal night.
0: So. No, I didn't have a, a single drop to drink. by um, January. For those of you just listening, I am donning a bright red. Gorgeous red. Go Dogs crew neck long sleeve shirt. Whose is it? Is it your dad's? It belongs to my dad, yeah. You can't really see it that well,
2: though. Like, could you?
0: I, I am going to have to take it off because he would get mad if I didn't just don it.
2: And to be honest, it's warm in here. So, this. I was wondering why you had three jackets on today.
1: I had to surprise you, boys. You look amazing in that fire engine red. Ah. Stop. <laughs> Man. And I'm a Gator fan, but I, just... when something works, it works. It might be my color. Yeah, red is your color. You. Uh, it's, not. it's not. Yeah, so I'll,
0: I'll speak right to all of our Georgia fans out there. Congrats. It, I'm not going to lie. It hurts a little bit.
1: Did you
2: watch um, the whole game?
0: I watched the whole game.
2: You stayed up so late. It was up I know. And long. surprisingly,
0: I'm not that tired this morning. How about that?
2: What's it like to stay up that coffee? late?
0: Well, I've only done it a couple times. All the way to midnight.
1: Did you go look at the stars?
0: <laughs> yeah. And where I live, they're so beautiful.
1: You know? Honestly, though, have you like, caught up some good night skies? Yeah. Out there. It's
0: usually like me and Michaela come home late at night and we're just like get out of the car and we're like, whoa. Whoa. And then we go inside and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's nice.
1: All right, time to go. Uh, for all of our fans. Um <laughs> I'm not gonna say listeners, but it's fans, you know. Yeah. Uh could you say where you live? Just maybe the address.
0: Yeah. Uh so I live at 2222. 222. A big butt drive. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for asking, Ethan. I live in very North <laughs> Dawsonville.
1: Yes, you do.
0: And we totally didn't edit out the part where I was more specific. Yeah, dude,
1: this guys he's an open book. He's an open yeah, book.: Yeah,
0: come see me.: Come and see him.
1: <laughs> Address in the show notes um, right next to our affiliate links.: <laughs> Yeah, totally.
0: Um, so I I'm wearing this shirt, right. Um, it's painful. But I will say, I'm not as sad today as I thought I'd be. Oh,
1: so what shit. else is at stake for you? Are you wearing this shirt?
0: I'm wearing this shirt, and I lost $100. $100. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yeah. Um, it's terrible. You could buy 20 oat milk lattes.
0: I could, yeah.
1: But now you can't.
0: But now I can't. So
1: Wow. It's the Coffee Sometimes podcast. Yeah, so I had to reference, I had to talk a little bit about coffee. There. At least we checked that box. So yeah, we're good there.
0: Uh, but n- mid game, my dad was when Georgia was down, was so confident in Georgia. I mean, I guess rightfully so. Sure, he says, uh, "You know what? I've got another hundred against you wearing a Georgia shirt if Georgia wins." So if I would have won, I would have won two hundred dollars. <sighs> but I How many lost. milk
2: lattes is that, Ethan? just simple math
1: do real quick 40 uh wow wow it would have been good for like at least three days with how I many milk lattes you I drink. suck him
0: down um <laughs> yeah it's uh this is this is worth a thousand dollars to him to have mm. this forever on the internet
1: he's so proud of you that's why uh, yeah that's it we love you brian we really do, Brian. Can we just can we just have a little Brian corner and say the things that he's done that have helped this business? I mean, it's kind of <coughs> probably going to be the main speaking point for most of the podcast, but we might as well, Brian. Yeah, Brian.
2: Yeah. Well, our very first event. Um, I have a picture of it in our orientation. Actually, we uh-huh. set up uh, on one of those like lifetime foldable tables. Uh, that you would find in a, uh, you know, church cafeteria.
1: And Lifetime is not a sponsor of this podcast. No.
2: I mean, it could be any brand, but that one just happened to be Lifetime because we buy name brand. Um, <laughs> but that was our first event. And then we were like, Brian, Brian is a custom cabinet builder, Riley's dad. And uh, we we said, Brian, could you make us a replica of this Lifetime foldable table, but out of wood? That thing was huge. It was crazy. And I think, Big T, you you texted me a picture of it uh, after he was done, and it took up like your entire garage. Do you remember this?
0: I don't remember the picture specifically, but I am trying to find a picture of
1: the table. I think the first time I went to your house was uh, to see the table. What? Which yeah. house was it?
2: The your sisters
1: you're in the basement ah you know like the garage right there very nice yeah man you gotta go back pretty far to find this kind of I'm scrolling tent. um he built us that table he built us the table and then when we upgraded to the cart he also built the cart that is still technically kind of in circulation in this company it's yeah in the other room right now uh-huh. catching a vibe Yep. in the corner um. And he also built uh, our accent walnut pieces in the cafe. So the, the bar that people sit at um, by the yellow wall, the big walnut shelf, and then the elbow bar. That was all. And he framed all of our menus with walnut and made the menu box.
0: And donated like a lot of money to the Kickstarter. Yeah.
2: How didn't, much? Didn't I'm he sure. wait to the end?
0: Yeah, I think they waited until waited the end.
2: Because with a Kickstarter, you uh, don't get any of the money if you don't make your goal. Yeah. So we set our goal at ten grand, and I guess he was waiting to uh, put us over the edge.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. So there it is. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous.
2: Um, it's a little skirt, a little cloth skirt underneath that. So th- yeah, that's we right. did.
1: That uh, top t- is second. Right, that was first. We tried tile, tile, a fake vinyl. tile, yeah, and it peeled like the Dickens. I
0: think we did that for a grand total of one event, right? The Moonshine Festival, the Moonshine Festival, oh, yeah, yep. yes, one event, our pinnacle <laughs> event, uh, yeah. So you can see this table has a, a built-in milk pitcher rinser. How about that? Oh, oh. man! This event specifically was at a uh, a law firm, uh, like a closing attorney. Uh, like office twenty eighth floor on or like, something yeah on a very high up
1: the fifteen um, that's when we, we peaked
0: we had to use this service elevator so all of this stuff was folded up on a utility cart and <sighs> rolled
1: to the tippity top was it I mean I know that we brought in carts like pushing carts later but I think this one may have been like we put put it this. Put all this in your Couldn't Ford afford Escape. a UC yet. Yeah. You're, you're totally right. Because we're like, they're like $300. Mm-hmm. We don't have $300. <laughs> now we have $300 to buy as many utility cars as we want. Mm. And mm-hmm. we've really taken advantage of that. So how many do we have? I mean, we have two in this space alone. Let alone. Let alone. There's Let alone. one
0: in the trailer or in my dad's garage where the trailer is kept. He, he keeps the trailer at his shop. Yep. Hey. Keep it so going. So it looks
1: like assets. I mean, if anybody's doing some math to you know how we're doing, we have at least $900 in yeah. utility uh, push carts.
0: Yep. What do you think the resale value is on those? High. Yeah, we could probably... It's probably, probably above 300
1: honestly.
2: honestly. Yeah. Well, like, with the, all the shortages going out around right now. Well, it's kind of like s- sneakers, you know. You buy them at retail, and then you resell them on... Because uh, you, you can't that? get the same one again. Yeah, what, where do you resell them? Let's uh, hear. Is it something with an X? Stock X. Stock X. You got it, man. You got I it. I thought you
1: were just yanking his chain. I didn't know that it was an actual thing. Stock yeah.
0: X. Stock X.
1: This is not sponsored by Stock X. You can probably way. buy yourself a crossbot on there. <laughs> Are you referencing the last podcast? Well, Dang, so. maybe we talked about this. I don't wear crossbots, and I never will. Okay. I just wanted that to be a good, like, splicable piece of audio so that in like a, six months when I'm wearing a crossbot, someone could take that out pretty easily and just be Perfect. like, "Perfect." local coffee shop owner's a liar. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. done. He's done. Get him out of here. Um, well, thanks for being so honest about your shirt and the outcome of the big sports game today. Last just night. Just being a trooper. Well, he's being honest today. Sure, sure, sure. About the game last night. Sorry. Um, no, it's fine. It's... Yeah, it's fine. Um, you got anything else cooking? You want to show us on your computer? Um,
0: I don't. No I YouTube. Guess.
2: David after the dentist.
0: Um, David after the
2: dentist. So you, you that know. that first uh, episode was that like technically our pilot episode, or is this our pilot? And yeah, we also, were... what does pilot mean? Mm.
0: I don't know the definition of pilot in terms of TV. I just know that the first episode is always called pilot. I, I don't, don't think we I'll will ever title the episode, episode pilot. I titled the last episode, episode one, David Funk. Okay. Wow. Wow. The podcast that before that, that was like our test, will be episode zero that we will release in like six years to like appease the fans. Like you the know?
2: people that are like on our Patreon. Yeah. Like this, exclusive release. This really. one's episode <laughs>
0: zero? No, this one's episode two. What's episode zero? You weren't there for episode zero. The one with Christian.
2: Christian Mondes here. Oh, shout
0: man. out Christian.
1: Love you. Um, a pilot episode, it's the word is used like a pilot light for either like a you know, like a gas heater oh. or like a gas burner. There's one light, How about that? and then when you add fuel or you know, money, all big, of those flames flame. come up. Um, big light. Are you serious? No, that's total BS, but I totally <laughs> believe you. That makes sense.
0: I, I definitely think that is the case.
1: Wow. Wow. Good we job. Wanna, Ethan. We want to hear from you, Hollywood. What do you think pilot means? Yeah, Hollywood, if you're watching Hollywood. right now,
2: what does pilot case? First,
1: we're going to expose you, and then we're going to figure out what pilot means,
2: Hollywood. Because uh, Parks and Rec had a pilot. Mm-hmm. Right, I feel like
1: I remember this. Oh, they all had pilots. They all have pilots. All, okay, I think I think episode one is often called the pilot episode. Okay,
0: which you 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 watch back to those shows like Parks and Rec and The Office, and episode one is just so, so rough. It's
1: always so conservative. Yeah, you know, no one's, no one is blowing up characters for yeah. their potential. It's all just, like, very...
0: Everyone is a normal person. Saying their lines. And then by season three, you just have, like, absolute insanity.
1: Right. Well, I was i was actually just talking to a, a friend. Cause I, I have multiple friends. Um, <laughs> about... I love the, the hit NBC TV show, The Office. Um, but one of my biggest qualms with it is the development of Kevin, the character. Because... he starts so normal but then they literally literally turn him into like a mentally handicapped person that like talks in an insane fashion and um (laughs) does like the craziest things and i mean obviously get you know you know hilarity ensues but uh yeah i but all yeah. of a sudden, he's
2: spilling beans on the floor. Yeah, like, he's dropping the chili. You know the
0: theory, right? Why everyone gets absolutely crazy?
1: Whoa, is it like a gas leak or something?
0: It's a it's a radon. Oh, because yeah. Oh, yeah, Toby's yeah. always talking about like testing radon. Yeah, <laughs> and the <laughs> theory is like, I mean, he's like tested 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 maybe one time in one episode, and he basically says it's high or something, or you know, mm-hmm. that they need to really be on top of, of checking it. So the theory is that the radon is just deteriorating all of their brains.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, that, that checks out. And maybe, like, Jim and Pam, they've been like out of the office. Like, Pam went to art school, Jim's in Philly towards the end, so it's, like, a little bit less with them. But especially the people who are just, like, there grinding every single day mm-hmm. are, are just losing it.
1: What do you think? Man. I'm, As the world's biggest uh, office lover.
2: Well, I'm I'm a big conspiracy theory guy. Yeah. So I love this kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Right I mean, on. especially fictional conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff I, when I go home, it's 11 p.m., mm. kids down, mm. you know, like, I'm. Finally,
0: you're like, <sighs> finally get to look at my phone.
2: I'm going with my boys on Reddit. We're talking uh, yeah. about fictional conspiracy
1: theories. Yeah. We really? all have
2: our thing. Yeah, come on.
1: Um, can we can we talk about a couple of things real quick? Do you mind? Um, is there space for that? There's, let me think about it. Yes. I think we talk. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know this is maybe just for video viewers here, but I noticed you chose a really eclectic set of mugs to drink coffee out of. Could you tell us what coffee we're drinking and maybe a little... About each mug. A little, just a little... <laughs> little something, something. Certainly.
2: Well, I'll start with Riley's mug. Um, Riley, if you wouldn't mind just holding that up. So that's the classic Valor uh, smiley logo, which was... uh, The Bobby. The The, Bobby. That logo was designed by one Matt Power. Uh, Matt Power, if you're listening. Thank you. uh, Thank you. I can't believe you're
0: listening.
1: Get back back to work, dude. Um, They're moving to
0: L.A really oh
1: they want to change the subject but congratulations guys. congrats seriously. guys seriously happy for you it. made
2: it west coast um he designed that logo as a potential logo for a hat because you know when you get a design they give you like three or four designs to choose from iterations Thank is what you. we call that in the industry heard okay i think alterations is what you're looking for <laughs> well yeah which alteration uh, are you going for on this one um and we, it ended up being like our main logo for the longest time, and it's, it's on our door right now. Um, and uh, second is... Uh, Don't touch my mug. Okay. Sorry. Did you want to hold it? Yeah. So that is uh, the Valor Mountain logo that we started off with, uh, which was designed by Wes Montgomery, uh, old friend
1: of West, ours. if you're listening, thank you. Locust here. Brazil? He yeah. lives in Brazil. Dude's yeah. in Brazil. Poor Kay.
0: He married on, a gal he met from Brazil, and they moved to Brazil. That's all I know. I'm, Wes, I'm sorry if I'm telling the story wrong. We'll, have you, through the we'll have you on for the podcast. Yeah, we'll fly him in. We'll yeah.
2: fly him in. Spare no expense. We'll fly but anyone in. That's right. With so our, With our utility cart
1: money. <laughs> <laughs> just sell one of those, get a plane <laughs> ticket.
2: So this was our first logo, this one right here. Um, and then this mug is a... Is a the Ross and Rachel uh my wife's name is Rachel in case you didn't know um it's from our wedding it was our wedding favors um and the funny thing about this <laughs> mug is that my mother and father-in-law you know bought copious amounts of them and so everybody has one of these and the the reach has gone so far that uh My wife was on Facebook Marketplace one day, and she saw someone list one of these mugs on Facebook Marketplace, like someone she didn't know. And uh, the description said, Ross and Rachel reunion mug, like from friends. So they thrifted. Okay, first of all, someone went to our wedding, got the party favor. We know who you are. (laughs) They gave it to Goodwill. Like... Monsters. Why? I or mean, it's
0: probably in Dawsonville, so it's probably like
2: Abba House. Sure. Let's be clear. Sure. Thank you. So they gave it to whatever thrift store. Someone went to the thrift store, picked that Ross and Rachel mug up, and was like, I'm going to sell this thing for a profit on Facebook Marketplace because Ross and Rachel, someone's going to like Friends. But obviously, it's not from Friends. That's
1: did the she, story. Did she even consider buying it for a moment? Do you know if... She- you,
2: Rachel did? Yeah. Well, again, we have three or four, you know.
1: I
0: think she actually posted it on her Instagram story and said, like, you know, like, ha-ha, this is funny. And then in small text at the bottom, she said, but seriously, which one of you MFers donated this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find you. Um, and to be clear, she did
1: say MFers. Yeah, she did not use um, the full word yeah. spelled out. No way. Thank goodness. Um I think,
0: I think the listing said something along the lines of like, yeah, they, they misspelled Rachel's name. Yes. And I don't understand the date or something like that. Right. So it was just like they totally knew it wasn't, but they were trying to make six bucks.
2: Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of my favorite stories from my life. Oh. It is a delicious story. Yum, yum. And, and we are drinking our flagship blend free throw, by the way, since you asked.
1: I did. What's in it right now? Does anyone know, or is it just like kitchen sink? Yeah, of? I I think
0: there is actually like a coffee from Bellwood in there. Um, yep. Bellwood portrait. Yeah, um, perk. We so, just we just bought all their coffee and, and threw it in there. So thanks, guys. You're doing great work. It's yeah, tasting really it good. Great. Um, on that note, I heard that
1: you visited JP's pop up. <sighs> How'd you figure that one out, dude? I'm off the grid, JP. When did really JP crazy. tell you? Did you go? Me and JP talk. You kidding me? You jealous? I'm very jealous. He's a great guy to talk to. Yeah, he's really been like in our lives for a long time. Yeah, nice man. JP McKenzie um, started a coffee pop up in it's probably an hour northeast of here in a town called Gainesville, Georgia. Um, Meadowlark Coffee. Cool. Yep. They're working. He's still I think he still works with Bellwood. And nice. Uses their coffee at a their Guatemalan hunapu on egg espresso. Yes, sir. It was great. Nice. Super good. Chocolatey, grapey, bright. Um, and the cool cool thing about the experience, let's just get down to it. Uh he made a made a flavor, a syrup. And you're mm. like, oh, wow, someone makes a flavor. Big whoop. Womp, womp. He made like a spicy one. So, I mean, it had like orange, cardamom, um, and then Sichuan peppers. Like the Yo, nothing thanks, pepper. Huh? What? I know. And I was like, is this just like eye candy, like curb appeal? Like it, you just say it's in there and then you drink it and you're like, this is just another. Simple syrup. Simple syrup, like yeah. flavored latte. But no, it it held up there was it was citrusy it was spicy it was like even a little numbing um not like bad numb but in like a cool numb in a very cool like like, progressive numb vibey numb yeah vibey numb um yeah killer i think i love that model that i didn't even they were like yeah we just love what valor was doing and we felt called to do something similar. And I was like, what are you talking about? And it's like this concept of being in a not big city, you know, but providing top-tier specialty coffee, amazing service, like personal touch stuff, but in like a small town, like a not not big town. Love so, it. Um, Gainesville, yeah. Hurton for that too. Hurton. Oh, yeah, Hurton. No shade to M.M. Perk, okay, but they're just Mm -hmm. one. They're just one. Need more. Always need more. Oh yeah, higher tides lift all boats. I just made that up. I I didn't make that up. That's amazing. Yeah, very profound. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was super cool. Him and his wife and their little baby Larkin are all ten out of ten precious. Was Um, the baby there? Yeah, yeah. I was. We were talking about like him getting a partner, and I was like, look, no further. Your baby's right there. Put the baby behind the bar. Might not make as many drinks, but. Baby behind the bar. I mean, yeah, everybody's got to have their, like, purple cow. Like, yeah. There's a. Seth Godin. There's a you're baby watching. behind the bar.
0: Probably got that book on
1: that bookshelf. Oh, I'm yeah, looking at it right it's now. Right
2: there. Whew. This is not gorgeous. Small. I read one third of it.
1: It's the best third. Well, no, we don't have to get into book critique. But it was one of those books where I was like, you get it. Like, you get the idea. And then, but you still have to fill up a book. Yeah. And so it's just like. I'm going to say the same thing in a different way. Still impactful though. No, I f- I think about it. Nonetheless, let alone, you know. Like, let alone that. Let alone. Um but yeah, Metal Art Coffee, go check it out. I don't know, they're doing like pop-ups. They're not like they haven't gotten their groove yet. I think they're in like the the phase Maybe. where Yeah, I think in due time they should be they should be finding their spot. I hate to tell
0: all, but JP and I are we were just, we were, he 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 messaged me and v, um, what Instagram What's up with that? Does he not have your number? I don't think he does. He does now cuz okay. he's going to call me on Wednesday. We're going to talk. Wow. Just about, you know. It, what's up? Yeah. And we're going to talk about his operation and Yeah. I love that. Me
1: too. I think I, I don't I doubt I said anything sorry to tell all no well as it's anytime people start asking me about valor and like framework and structure i'm always like i can get so far but then i'm like you're gonna you're gonna want to talk to riley (laughs) oh yeah what yeah i I, i'm i'm sure i said it at some point and i'm not that's probably not why he's reaching out to you but i was just like you know you you cut up you talk you like talk about how things are going but if someone wants the nitty-gritty i mean that's where you come in man you you make this place operate. I mean, I guess. I feel like
0: they just want, they go to, to you to talk about the sexy stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm like, what clothes are you going
1: to wear while you work? Like, how <laughs> do you make the mocha syrup? Right. You know? Right. How many crossbots can you wear at one time behind the bar? Yeah. What about an apron and a crossbod? Is that redundant? Utility to the max. <clears throat> can you th- stick things in the fold of your teeny beanie? And like have some function. Yes. Like absolutely. Uh, the guy from Bon Appetit, you know, like he's
2: putting a Sharpie in that teeny beanie.
1: Brad Leone.
2: Yes. Oh. The guy
1: from Bon Appetit. Come on. Sorry. Come on, Ross. Brad, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Um, oh,
2: yeah. I'm sorry that we'll fly uh, out. we messaged you. Sell asking, another utility cart. Yeah. We messaged you, Brad Leone, asking if you now wanted us to, one. to uh, send you free coffee. And you said, uh, yes, Absolutely. That'd be awesome. And then we said, okay, what's a good address for you?
1: And then you didn't reply. He said crickets. He said crickets? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Cricket? Like the sport? It's like, No, we don't play, but and we like it. We would. That's if, a true if story. If you wanted to play, Brad. Great. Anything for you, Brad. Um, I just want to know, like, just off the top of your head, who's someone you'd want to have on here for both of you guys. Hmm. Easy. Go ahead. Charles and Joel Norman. Well that's that's easy. Well that's something we are like gonna do. Yeah. Like they're gonna do. Like it. that's too easy. Like we don't even have like, to ask you. Guys, are, guys. I mean you're like You're C-tier. already knocking down our door. Yeah.
0: Like we're I don't got nothing. Joel and Charles are not knocking <laughs> But down I'm down saying our door like Brad forever.
1: Leone level, like it's not okay. out of okay. this world. It could happen. Mm-hmm. We'd have to like, you know, get a little get a little notoriety, maybe a sponsor or two, lifetime table or are looking at you <laughs> you gotta get sponsor money you know but what about brian westbrook's
2: cabinet business would he sponsor us
0: we could probably make something happen there that's two that's sponsors. like the
2: worst thing for him
1: he hey does...
0: we do have one sponsor right now if we want to talk about it really quick yeah i mean what is this fo- podcast is sponsored by us valor coffee
1: wow what? how about that we, yeah is that how it works we constantly we, we sponsor this
0: i mean we can easily plug ourselves yeah. I mean, what what
1: it there to plug? <laughs> uh, I can think of a couple things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is sponsored by Valor Coffee. But it's the Valor Coffee podcast. But it's not called the Valor Coffee podcast? Well, it's called Coffee Sometimes with Valor Coffee. Right. Sure. Okay. I'm checking. What's your answer, man? Man. You've already had David Funk on, so... Yeah, I mean, where do you go from there? We could just you hit know. all the like Christian worship leaders. Yeah, I mean, what a dream. <laughs> could talk about. I'm sure they all have something to say about coffee. Can, oh, yeah. Okay, talking about Christian
0: worship leaders real quick. You know the one person that busted my chops about the game last night?
1: Mm.
2: Who?
0: Wait. Zach Effing Smith. Ah. Uh. Texts me at midnight, and he's like, "What do he say? I won't read what he said. It's probably explicit."
1: Wow. He actually
2: good. sent me a slightly insulting text last night as well, unrelated to the game.
1: He was in a tizzy or something. I don't know what. I mean, I needed to check up on him. Zach, if you want to call in now, now's a good time. To he was just prepare. making fun of
0: me losing my bet to my dad. Wow. <sighs> because he's salty.
1: because he won. Did you learn something? Do you keep your bets to yourself now? Or? No, I'm not embarrassed. That's part of the fun. You yeah. It's like, hey, everyone, listen, I made a bet. Yeah. And it kind of keeps it in the light, so it probably keeps the nasty habit from forming.
0: Yeah, mm. I don't, I'm
1: not worried about the nasty habit. Yeah, that's good. Hey, I asked a question and I want an answer. Uh, you know, honestly, the first person
2: I thought of was uh, someone who's had us on their podcast before, Chris Baca. Right. Um, which what what was he even on that mm-hmm. podcast?
1: It was Alex, Alex was Mars Alex. from hey, Cat Mars. And Cloud we got to get an email on it, too. That, yeah. would, that would be oh, unjust. Yeah. yeah, I just thought about I, thought about... I don't think Alex is with Cat
0: and Cloud anymore.
2: Oh, oh. no, he's not.
0: He, you think he lives in New Orleans now, right? That sounds right. I think I saw that Flights on Cat and Cloud's cheaper. Instagram. That's true. <laughs> so yeah. can fly him out. Sell half a utility cart. Yeah, rent. We can rent. Yeah, there we go. That one.
1: Uh, what's he doing?
0: Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. Do you want me to look him up? It's all right. It, you uh, want me to call him? We can we
1: can do a live call. Yeah. He called me on my wedding day. Super random. Him and uh, Chris on my wedding day. That's they, nice. They didn't know, but I was on a six-hour drive to the honeymoon destination. and The Dewberry. The Dewberry. And I was like, you know, I'll take the call. Sure. Hey, what's up, guys? And they're like, why are you talking to us on your wedding day? And I was like, I, we're just <laughs> driving. I don't know. And... uh that is the story. For uh, for people who don't
2: know, uh, Chris Baca and Alex Mars, these people, they are from Cat and Cloud Coffee in Santa Cruz, California. Co. And uh, I don't know if we'd be sitting here, boys, without them. Mm. Um, uh-huh. Because, you know, they've had a coffee podcast for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very, very influential to us uh, starting out uh so much of our culture and our values was inspired by them. Um, and so we used their coffee before we started roasting our own coffee. There you go. What's your answer, Ethan? Who would you like to have on? Like dream. <laughs> He's like Brad Leone. <laughs> dream scenario. I mean,
1: that's kind of my answer, but if I i guess I'll get two answers. Um, hmm. I don't know if it would be fun. I, it'd be cool to chop it up with, like, a, a Ford Fry or a Danny Meyer. Yeah. Almost like a hospitality yeah. legend. Yeah. Older than us, more successful than us. Ford might be obtainable, right? Oh, yeah. We he got lives close. close to here. Right? Yeah. Ford's yeah. in our back pocket.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to, my answer was going to be Sean Brock. Really? So, that, we're pretty, pretty calibrated on that. I mean, we could probably get that through Chef yeah, T. Yeah, there we go.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, so much of our culture for Valor was shaped from the culinary side of things, Mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, Setting the Table by Danny Meyer, huge book for us. Mm -hmm. Huge. That more just curated experience of a restaurant is, uh, so it'd be good to have some chefs on here.
0: How about uh, Horst
2: Schultz? Is that his name? Oh, yeah. Ritz Carlton. I, I
0: know NCF has some connections there get him in the space really he always speaks at like
1: their conference in florida well maybe we'll have to go to him yeah we'll fly out yeah on the utility cart you
2: know i think it would be kind of fun to look at some of the answers that people uh wrote in for you know we talked about doing a podcast did a little uh not a poll on instagram but what do you call that you post a story and
0: you, a fill in your answer type of thing. Yeah.
2: We said, I "Hey, here. we might start a podcast. One, would you guys even want that? And two, what would you want us to talk about?" And uh we got so much so much uh, so so much responses mm-hmm. uh from people. And you, know, maybe we could hit one of them real quick.
1: How about how about this? I'm going to read them all. There's like 30. You have them? Oh, yeah. I actually had him up last time with David, too, as like a, if things start to go south, say something. But thank goodness. Sorry, David. Sorry, David. Ethan's got insurance. Ethan's bit on
0: the last podcast was <laughs> probably 45 times you said,
1: all right, let's just wrap this thing. I said that? Yes. It was like legit, like four to four or five times. So four to five means 45
0: the first three,
1: I think you were I'm kidding. Off, I'm offended. And then the last three, I think you were serious. Now it's six? Hey, we want to hear from you. What's your answer? How many times did I say, let's rap? Yeah. Comment you know, below. Comment below with your
0: numbers. Can I ask you how you're accessing this? You know how to log into Instagram?
1: No. Um, I. You recorded what I told you? Yeah, we had that meeting. Oh, okay. Because we just... To go back you know a huge two weeks we were like should we start a podcast like two weeks ago right I mean it wasn't long it was legitimately probably two weeks ago and so then you put that thing out and then we had a meeting and we were like do we do this and then you asked the the world what would we talk about and then you gave me your phone and I just wrote it all down so further ado I'm going to read it all and then Whatever, you know, whatever speaks to you guys, whatever, like, really grabs you, we can, uh, why don't we stop? Not stop, but... Come can, back to it. Yeah, circle back. <gasps> Business and go circle back. Okay. Funny stories. Mm. <laughs> Tips for starting a coffee shop. Living with purpose, organizing goals, creating the life you want. Is Matt Ryan the problem? No. How to help others... was Taylor others. Jarvis. Thank you, Taylor. Um, how to help others? Comedy gold, mukbang. What? Remember we covered this. It's like the eating food stuff. People eat food on camera. Oh yeah, yeah. You might have to break that one down because we're not in. But uh, I'm in. You love. You're inner stuff, than we dude. are. I thought you were
0: in.
2: No, you're I'm the not. one that knows all the Gen Z. Ethan terms. is like boots on the ground in. Because mm-hmm. he's around young people all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 25, so I'm really young. But um, And then Younger. Big T is more in on the memes, the, the memes and the internet side of things. Mm-hmm. And then I'm a dad.
1: You're out. You're just flat out. I'm out. Um, mukbang, buy-in from employees, how to own coffee shop, cafe non-negotiables, like standards, um, aligned priorities, how we pick roasts, or like I guess maybe sourcing coffee, how you make different flavors, uh, advice session. <laughs> we just have like a raw advice hmm. episode where it's like you should do this, don't <laughs> you shouldn't don't do, do, this. do this. Yeah, think about doing this. Do not think about doing this. Uh, make coffee at home. <laughs> how, how sourcing. This is obviously me. Making, uh, making it smaller. Uh, values, how you uplift people through coffee. That's nice. What's it like to be us? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think day in the life was one. Okay. Maybe that... that's how you translated <laughs> writing that down. Yeah, no ego check there. <laughs> that's what, okay. Uh, mistakes, views on leadership, starting a business while still being a baby uh oh day in the life so maybe someone else maybe someone did want to know what it's like to be us yeah so great you want to rescind your prior comment rescinded accepted uh yeah what anything anything Was anything like yes you can't look again
0: all of them are yes
1: i feel like most of that is just like will be the
0: continuation of the saga of this podcast that is a tapestry on the
1: world. Wow. Yeah, this podcast really is like a tapestry. Yeah. My goodness. In so many ways. Let's
2: just it? wrap there, you know? After that Yeah, comment. let's wrap. Let's <laughs> wrap. No,
1: let's wrap now. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. Well, I, I can talk about it. Well, so one of the first ones was tips for starting a coffee shop. Okay. Yeah. We're following. Uh, last night, I had dinner with some people that wanted to start a coffee shop. So this is so fresh on it's, your mind. Yeah, it's pretty fresh. Um, these things are a little more... There's a couple practicals and there's a couple like... Intangibles? Yeah. Meta things. Mm-hmm. This is sponsored by Meta. Um, I wish. I do not wish. Oh, okay. We will not. Okay, I'm
2: sorry. We will. It sounds like we don't have aligned values right now
1: we well, can touch on that next we'll talk week. later yeah after the podcast so here. Yeah, yeah, yeah so i, I as, as you guys probably know and i've said this definitely to you and maybe to you i'm not very gifted i don't default to like monologuing or like sharing for maybe over like 30 seconds like if i hit like 30 seconds of, i know i'm still talking i'm like Nobody cares. And especially so this dinner was a little tough for you? This yeah, it was hard. Where'd you this, guys eat? My house. Oh wow. I don't, that's yeah, sweet. why why go out? You know? I we hadn't met these I mean I knew the them from the cafe and that's about it. And Meredith went to school with the guy growing up. But yeah, had him over to the house. Made some curry. It wasn't that good.
0: Aww. Isn't
1: that a bummer? you ever have someone over and you cook and you're like I can't believe I just like four out of ten this meal when I usually like seven out of ten, like a throw together meal. I Does that ever happen to you guys? I think you just have people over a significant amount more than I do. Well, I gotta get you over to the house. <laughs> <laughs> a real sore spot between uh me and this guy here is that we live really far away and we just um we haven't made that haven't made that bridge. Haven't bridged that
0: gap yet, huh? You haven't bridged the gap. Let's be clear. Because you've been to my place. I haven't been to your place. I've been to
1: your place one time, two All right. times. All right. Okay. Tips for starting a coffee shop. Come on, boys. <laughs> you know what? No, 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 no. Right. I think we need to assess this out. Yeah. Well, we'll have like a just you and. You know how? Yes. Sometimes one of them's not there in a podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That dynamic will be awesome. Legend. Like when like me and l- you like do let's, that big T? Like, let's get Ross out of here, you know? Yeah, yeah. like sooner than later. Um, so, yeah, had him over for dinner. Just getting Ross. They had, like, a lot of big questions and, like, pretty practical questions, too. But it was, like, some weird pressure that it was just, like, me talking a lot. Mm. And I still had, like, I'd hit that 30-second mark so many times. I'd be like, why am I still talking? Nobody wants to hear this, but... My supportive, loving wife was like, "It's okay. You can. You should. You should let them know. You should answer their questions." Um, You're just like spooning curry into your mouth. Here's the thing that you need to do: don't do this. Do this. No, I I tried to. I I eat very quickly, as we all know, and I didn't really go back for seconds. You Because The curry was a four out of ten. Yeah, because there's a four out of ten. My, I Did over, they go back for seconds? Nobody. I made a pretty good salad, though. The salad was 100% consumed. But now I have, like, three meals worth of curry in my fridge. I'll eat some. Yeah, I should have brought it. Yeah, you me, should have. I'm go over to Mountain Park and check it out. Is there a charge? Hey, next podcast. That's a sore subject, too. Um, but <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Some of the things... And, you know, when you start talking and you share. Like sometimes things get put into perspective and into the light for you even. Oh and yeah. You, you learn learn some things and It's like a short term mission trip. Yeah. They got something out of it. I got something out of it. Yep. And I paid three thousand dollars to do it, you know? That's right. Um but yeah we we talked for a while and it was really sweet and I'm excited for them. I hope they pursue their dreams and do it. But um some like some really tangible tips something that we talked about and please please bounce off of this when i get rolling here because this train's not going to stop anytime soon um i was like one thing that was always really important to us was creating a model in a business where a person wasn't alone that sounds so small but when you're talking about like carrying a culture and like representing a brand in your space it's so much harder to to do that and fulfill that when you're alone at work um just you're a lot more susceptible to the I guess the atmosphere of guests or um like honestly just endurance of spirit Mm -hmm. like it's just harder to pursue something by yourself um and when you're thinking about starting something you always are like well I want to start it really small and I'll just do it or like my wife will do it and then we'll switch off. And it's like, yeah, I, I totally get that. And there's, there may be even be times for that. And there was times for us when we had to do that. Mm-hmm. But it was so much harder um, and harder to like carry out our mission, our vision, our values um, when you're alone. So I was like, you know, I would try to do it in a way that you can have multiple people on at a, at a time. For some people, that sounds risky or challenging or not worth it. But I think in our vast experience. I would always say it's worth it. Absolutely.
0: Um, It's really easy to forget things like that. And I think that's a good point to you saying once you start talking about it, you really remind yourself. um, And it's funny because we always wanted that for our employees and our people to, to never have to go at it alone and, um, but but looking back, think about how many times you were behind the bar when our cart was in Thrive alone, mm-hmm. and that's a great depiction of one of our values. Anyone?
2: Think ahead. Better together.
0: <laughs> yes and yes, um, but no. Think especially you know thinking ahead. We knew we had to do it, or we just couldn't float the boat. Yep. Um, we knew that we had to be the one person behind the bar who really had to go to the bathroom, and you just like can't go because you have a line or you don't want to leave your post. <laughs> um, yeah. But the fact that we were able to look towards that end goal of never having to just like be behind the bar sad, mm-hmm. never have to open alone. Mm-hmm. Never have to close a loan because it's going to save valor what? A few dollars in labor? Mm-hmm. More than a few dollars, just to be clear. but Multiple. Multiple dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I feel that's, like it that's also. That's a very good tip, Ethan.
2: Yeah.
1: And Small but mighty.
2: Going off of that, I think when you're first starting out, you know, like I've seen some people start businesses. And when you talk about the ownership split, like some people, like you said, just want to do it alone or husband and wife or whatever, um, that that's one way to do it. But I've also seen, you know, too many people split up equity from the beginning too. Mm. And so you end up starting a coffee company and like, you're trying to pay like five people's salaries in the future. Like that's tough. Yeah, like we totally like, like we hit it right with three people owning Perfect. a coffee shop. Well, food. I think three people is a great number, um, depending on what you want to do. Because if I think you want to make a lot of money, no, right.
0: But if you're starting a business to make a lot of money, then maybe you should check yourself. Wow, don't pick coffee to only make a lot of money. Like you can start a business to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm.
1: That's cool. Super cool. Really cool. Money's awesome,
2: but. If you are just a one person, though, starting a coffee shop, then you have to have employees under you that are going to be behind the bar and you're going to have to pay them an hourly rate plus tips. But if you have three owners, like we did, you know, like we were all just doing it. Like it was, there was a long time before we made any money. Mm -hmm. And so there was just that shared ownership and that shared sacrifice which led to us being able to make a better environment for our employees once we actually hired them i feel like yeah would you guys
1: agree with that i would totally agree setting 100%. setting the table setting the standards yeah um and learning what not to do you know going out there and leading by example you you trail bit Blaze, trail Bays, in a sense, and yeah, you're able to let someone come behind you instead of like
2: pushing. Trail Bays is like if you have a crush on someone on your cross while country you're team. The Appalachian Trail. Yeah, oh, no, or either one. Cross country, either one. Yeah, it's all trail. Text
1: us your Trail Bays at uh, <laughs> five, five five five.
2: Valentine's Day's coming up, guys.
1: Uh, so I'm thinking that was a practical tip. Um, A meta tip was like, I don't even think I said this explicitly, but almost just don't look around at the other coffee shops and just do that. And it sounds super obvious, but it's like you have a dream to do this for a reason. And then there's that really hard, it's hard for some people, but that transition of how do you put things around, like a, a model around a dream. It sounds, it's like think of a dream like a cloud and then you have to like build a box to put your dream in in a sense as in like we're going to open in this area we're going to be open for this long mm-hmm. we're going to serve these products and all of these are f- going to help fulfill the dream so when you're building the model don't don't be so keen to just pick up whatever someone else is doing so for example like they in the area that they want to open, there's a shop open till like midnight. That's the only other coffee shop. And they're like, Do we have to, should we be open from 5 a.m. to midnight? Well, I don't know. Do you want to be? Is that what, you, no one, no one's saying you have to be open seven days a week for 16, 17 hours. Um, so just, yeah, don't, don't. Be so sensitive to industry standards, basically. And this thing will only work if it's fulfilling your your deep desires as, like, what you want a business to be because you're going to be the one that has to go in when people are sick and fix the things when they're all broken at 2 a.m., you know? Like, and in those moments, like, was it worth it, you know? So... Building something worth sticking around for, I think, is is huge. Um, That's a little little heady, but I thought still something good to hear for somebody who's like doesn't hasn't done a coffee shop before. It's like okay, so we we just open the normal times everyone else is open and serve the same things everyone else is serving. Um, How does that? What value do you think of when I'm I'm saying that? Challenge the status quo. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, um I think I think it also goes into um you know there was a time when the three of us sat down and had a uh really important conversation that I think about sometimes and it was like yo, are, is this our main thing or not? Like is this cuz we all cut college a little short to to start this company.
1: All right, Ethan, say what you want to say. I have an associate's degree, and they don't. They dropped out, and I got a two-year degree. So I didn't technically drop out. I'm a college graduate. Yeah, so one (laughs) of us graduated college. Um, Big degree. Totally graduated. I took one journalism class, and I have a journalism degree. So That's why you're so good at that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone needs journalism tips, you can follow my Tumblr. (laughs) Like you're helping (laughs) Meredith with her copy. All the time. I yes. basically do her job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My wife's a writer, and I'm just like, dude, I have a degree. Let me job. see this. I have a degree. I hand, hand the, the laptop over here. Yeah. I know you have an English degree, but I have an associate's in journalism degree. So
2: we cut college short to uh, to do this thing. And there was a point in which we were like, yes, we are committing to do this. Like, we don't really have a plan b necessarily that we're like ready to jump on like we're we are going to do whatever we have to do more or less within reason to make this our career and i think that is something that's also really important for people starting any company but specifically coffee is are the people you're doing it with as committed as you are and if they're not it's not that they suck as a person it's just that they want to do something else, and it's so important to know that because there were so many moments of hard times. You know, like days in the pop up where we would just make like a hundred dollars, and like clearly not enough to pay three people. But it's like you know we were able to look at each other at the end of the day and be like, "We're in this together." Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like for our spouses to be so supportive. Like I can't imagine what starting Valor would have been like if Rachel wasn't supporting me Mm. through it. Um, I I feel like that's, that's one of the more obvious things to consider, but maybe you wouldn't talk about it super obviously.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things I hate to see the most is when a business has partners and one of them leaves but their company structure isn't laid out to where there's a vesting schedule or something like that. And then this one partner is like, I'm I'm not gonna be a part of this business anymore and they retain their equity.
1: Um seen it too many times. It's a bummer. Do you want to just ten second explain vesting schedule?
0: Yeah. So when you start a company, it's always a good idea. And a lot of times, this happens, you know, especially in, in the corporate world when they bring an employee on underneath like a contract. We're talking owners here, but I'll just give a more surface level example. Um, big corporation hires employee. Employee is given stock as compensation, and but the, especially if they're on like an executive level position. Given stock in the corporation, but they only get the stock if they work there for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. So, and it typically grows over time, right? It's not like zero to all. Yeah, 100. exactly. It, it's say if they have been there for one year, they get one percent blank shares, two years blank shares. So, in, in our instance, I mean, we had one and it was like on my computer we never really looked at it and we are all well vested at this point because we've been going for years so many vests how about that (laughs) um but an example was you know if because we're we're all equal partners so 33 percent i think after year one we each had 11 percent after year two we each had 22 percent after year three we had 33 percent so make sure to do that i mean That's just a big part of sweat equity. You know that you should have to put in the work to do it. And if it was up to me, going back, we would have done it for an even longer period of time than three years. Mm -hmm. If you plan for your company to be around for decades, then you know do five or seven or something like that, so that someone can't back out and not necessarily burn you. No, but I mean, you probably I don't know if you if you're starting with a business with someone, then you probably (coughs) care about that person. So. Um, for them to have a percentage isn't the end of the world but if if it was the three of us and we all had 33% and then a year later I back out of the business and I have the same amount of equity and thus probably the same amount of distribution as you guys forever that's just not super fair right.
2: and and there's a difference between equity and you know monthly salary because you know we we've talked about before like we're between the three of us, we are committing you know minimum forty hours a week to this business, mm-hmm. and if there ever reaches a point where we want to do something else, then we can still maintain equity, um, but our salary doesn't necessarily have to be the same as mm-hmm. the other owners because the salary is more based on the like day-to-day workload, and the equity is more based on like the position. And the history with the company and the sweat, like you said, so far. Mostly
1: sweat-based stuff. I just bought a shirt at a thrift store that said, no one ever drowned in sweat. Wow. From Stockbridge High School.
2: It's very interesting. That's profound. Yeah. And true, maybe.
0: I mean, I get it, but I guess I don't get the point who's trying to make.
1: No one ever drowned in sweat. Don't ever stop sweating. Yeah. Like, sweat. don't wear deodorant. But That's where, the But why
0: is drowning the fear? Just because sweat is liquid?
1: Are you looking for a literal? Like, do you, do you get, like, the idea of it?
0: I mean, I, I get the, the overall idea. Okay, it's fine.
1: No, I, I get it. I saw it. I just thought it was funny. Like, like I love you, that you have the shirt. You bought it. Hey, if you tune in next week, I will be wearing a shirt. Pro, you that promise? and a crossbody. Uh, it, Honestly, if I wore a crossbody with that, it would be like a cool. mood. It'd be
0: a mood, yeah. Because it's like a weird green shirt, tiger. I'm gonna get you the Amazon Basics crossbody. Thank you for like three dollars, three
1: fifty. What's up with that? <laughs> oh <laughs> What's yeah. the deal? Well, yeah. I the last thing I wanted to say about the vesting hoopla was that you said it at the end, and I just can't. And you said it as well, and now I want to say it is that it's not this, like, devious thing. It's, like, and to think that if someone leaves a company they started, that they're bad. That doesn't, that's not a direct correlation. But it's just, like, if we started it and you had a kid six months in when we weren't making any money, there's, like, a pretty high chance you may have been, like, I got to go get a job. Mm -hmm. I have to go, like, just be on salary at a big company. Um, And that's like, is what it is. You know, it's not, we wouldn't, we wouldn't think less of you. We'd still love you. Mm. Yeah, that's you, good. You could still have an oat milk latte from us.
0: Yeah, I think that a lot of that goes back to, it's not even necessarily protect, it wouldn't even be protecting us and our equity. Mm-hmm. It's more protecting the company and the company's well-being. And yeah. that's what we constantly look to, and I think that's one of the best tips, um, you want to be people-based. You know, you want to give your guests the best experience. You want to give your employees a great place to work. Um, but you have values and vision so that your company is always kept in a state of well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like a vesting schedule is for the company's well-being.
1: The, maybe the last thing I'll say in the tips department, and if you guys want to say anything too, please, please jump in, um, would be to like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we were just talking about like picking your lanes, you know, like you don't have to be all things for all people. And we talk about that a lot. And that, I think it's a pretty direct correlation to, Your dream becoming a reality is if you're able to do what you love and not overextend from the get go. So, this isn't a wholesale plug or anything, but these people want to do a pretty high focus on baking. And they're like, should we get into roasting right out of the gate, too? We've never, and we haven't done, we haven't had a food and service establishment before, we haven't had a commercial baking program before we've never roasted coffee before it's like that's not if you took on all three of those that's like a tough thing um and obviously we took on food service establishment and roasting i can't imagine how much harder it would be if we like spent another you know 200k on a baking facility hired a whole baking team and had someone leading out there too. I mean, if you got the money and the resources, Sounds maybe. Sounds kind of awesome. It's, an, 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 in, it's all like an in-due time thing yeah, as well. absolutely. Because, I mean, you know, if we could have had a
0: cafe and a roastery right out of the gate, we would have. Yeah. But we bummed other people's spaces for forever.
2: Right. Long time. I think that, that, that's a huge trend Anyone in specialty coffee has probably seen this where someone's starting a coffee shop and they're like, yeah, we'll probably start roasting, you know, like a a year in or whatever because that's just what you do. Mm -hmm. And I think, and, you know, to your baking, roasting, retail, merch, like all these different avenues that you can pursue with a coffee shop, like it kind of just depends on how good you want it to be. Because, like, I don't really think you can you know at least at least for us we weren't ready to have like an actual roastery until our cafe was like awesome to our standards and so it's like we could have yes we technically could have raised a certain amount of money to do a cafe a roastery and a bakery at like for, right from the beginning but it, all three wouldn't have been very good right. and i think it's defining success of like back to the values thing. Like if you value excellence in your business, then you are going to prioritize excellence over growth sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if you value growth, then you will not prioritize excellence as much. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of like as the head of wholesale, I've seen a lot of people, you know, talking to people who that want to start cafes Like, yeah, we can, you know, use Valor for a while and help get us started, but eventually we want to roast. And I think that is a viable path for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, do you have enough owners to do that? Do you have enough invested people to even pull that off, let alone Mm. do it well? Mm -hmm. Simple, simple thing. But I feel like that is true
1: and a lot of these things can just go i think you meant someone mentioned this earlier but a lot of them can just go unsaid they're simple but they're unspoken and for us it was nice i don't think we like really got down to the nitty gritty until maybe like a couple years in but like yeah i think that's where a lot of trouble ensues is if you don't become aligned on these really simple foundational parts of like are you are we in like how many years are we going to give this to yeah. work because you know we it, it, it wasn't working for us for, like, what, two, three years since we started? It wasn't like we said we were going to have a coffee shop one day and it happened. Like, we, we got rejected several times. Yeah. And we got told no several times. And it's just like, are, okay, are we still all together on this? Are we still going to keep trying? I think
0: that goes into an excellent next tip. And don't start your company based on ideas that have no realistic backing. Hmm. So one of our biggest ideas and plans when we ran our Kickstarter was that we were going to have a pop- up this is This is funny and random, <laughs> and it's just very telling of how uh inexperienced and awesome delusional we were
2: Del- delusional um, we
0: terrible. We were like, we're going to have a pop-up shop in citizen supply at Pont City Market. Oh right. That was like, like a
1: cornerstone.
0: Yeah, we had no connection with them, never discussed this with them. It was just we thought it was a good idea. And I think in reality, like they there was a non compete sign there with uh, Spiller. Spiller or Revelator or whatever it yeah. was before Revelator there or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't even a possibility at that point. Let wow. alone, like, would it have been a good idea? Who knows? It was sure. just. It seemed like that's. It was almost the path of least resistance. Is like we're gonna have a pop up. Where can we put it? Oh, a hipster store, and people will come and buy our mm-hmm. our cortados. Um, we'll only sell cortados. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> I remember I walked into Citizen Supply, and because uh, I was like gonna go talk to them about our big idea. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> you know, I just walked to walked up to, like, whatever random associate was behind the register. And Great I was job. like, hey, uh, uh, I'm with Valor Coffee. And I remember we just had our business cards printed. Mm. And, of course, in true Big T fashion, they were, like, thick boys. Like, thick, debossed business cards with our Mountain logo. Um, Featured. And, Hello. yeah, I, I think... Pitched the idea to this random person behind the counter and, and they were like, Yeah, um, here's who you need to talk to. And they like handed me a card. And then I reached out to them and it was like, Yeah, we have
1: a non-compete. <laughs> Entire dreams just crumbled yeah. in yeah a moment. And we're like, what are we gonna do? Yeah. That was our whole plan.
0: And then we pivoted to we're going to uh do events at the World Congress Center.
1: Yeah, that's right. Because
0: we had a plug there. Yep and then it was kind of like the same thing but we mm-hmm. sold out on that idea. So, especially when you we get a lot of questions about starting coffee carts and pop-ups. Just have have a have some structure, have some some things lined up. Mm-hmm. I would say you don't have to go too crazy on that because a part of the fun is I don't know, like the resiliency. Yeah, really. exactly. And that that's why you're starting this mobile operation so you can not be tied to one place. Mm-hmm. But it's probably a good idea to have a couple irons in the fire yeah. instead of just like, we're going to be at Citizen Supply.
1: Yeah, before even talking to it. But to fact check you, I mean, my wife's small group leader's husband <laughs> did start Citizen Supply. So I mean, there's a deep connection Amazing. right there. Yeah. Direct oh. connection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, hey, Phil, it's Ethan. You know, first name basis, Ethan, huh? I don't know, Evan, Evan, Nathan, <laughs> is that you? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a great point is some sort of like, cause you can, you can get things rolling before you, you know, put money in, you can talk to people, mm-hmm. have a conversation with a, a spot, like I want to pop up, can I, can I make coffee here? Can I definitely do it? Do you want to like sign some paperwork here? And then, then you can get rolling. Thankfully, it worked out, and then we learned different lessons through that. Right, kind of what we were talking about of getting told no and hitting a lot of walls. We're mm-hmm. like pinballs, but then, then we landed in Alpharetta. That's right. Come on, someone. That was a question they asked me. How, how are we doing on time? We're good. Okay. Uh, it's probably just because I had to pee. I was like, this, this thing's wrapping up. here we go again Uh, we're gonna we're about to wrap so this will be the last thing for sure uh they're like why alpharetta and it's funny when someone like i think obviously we just gave like i would say some pretty pretty good advice right like we've actually learned things that are helpful to share but there's so many things that were just like reactive and very circumstantial where i don't have like a Like, oh, yeah, this is why this happened, for sure. So they were like, why, Alfred? I was like, I I don't. I mean, it just happened. We were just working. Did we talk about this last week? Yeah, we are just working an event. Someone comes with an opportunity. And someone had come to us with two dozen opportunities before that that didn't work out. That's true. But this one just worked. And then we ended up in a random city that none of us, I mean, it was close but none of us were associated with i had never
0: been to downtown alpharetta you lived like 40 minutes away yeah yeah i mean alpharetta was just you know growing up as a kid it was north point mall right yep. um but i had definitely never spent any significant time hanging out there
1: yeah and no no disrespect yeah absolutely. i mean no it, there city. was nothing there before but I did go once for a food truck night Hmm. and I sat outside of the now open gluten-free bakery and I was like, oh, this is cool. And I was like, oh, Alpharetta. But yeah, you know, sometimes you expect to hear a bunch of strategy for reasons, but sometimes you really do just like fall into things. And we really fell into Alpharetta, which is wonderful. And I don't think it's, there's just some sort of, measure of mystery to opening a business. You don't know exactly how it's going to pan out.
2: Um, well, yeah, it's interesting now looking for our second location.
0: Um, Which we would just fall into something again. That'd be yeah, nice, wouldn't it?
2: I wish we would. We, I mean, we didn't have to go through this process of, you know, pestering a real estate agent to find us some good location mm-hmm. because the Alpharetta spot was just handed to us. So this time, like, trying to actually go through the process of finding good real estate for a coffee shop like it's our first time doing it even though we have a cafe Mm -hmm. it's been it's been tough
0: except for the hq space which is just a completely different
1: type of thing yeah warehouse
0: yeah that's that's hard
1: yeah and so as much planning and strategy and like vision alignment you have there's always just going to be a level of unexpected circumstance and mystery, which is also part of the fun, you know? Because now looking back, right, it's like, oh, we wouldn't have it any other way. Alfred is a wonderful place to have a coffee shop, and we're so grateful and thankful to have put, like, over four years of day daily business there.
2: Except for below-ground grease traps.
1: Yeah, you know, we got some qualms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> lack of... Uh, underground grease traps, and that's our fault. That's that's just... Uh, you learn money. by experience. Oh, that could be a tip. Put your grease traps underground. Spend the money. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. spend the money. Or
0: just find a space that has grease traps already. Come on. That's Absolutely. what I'm talking about. Absolutely.
1: Um, any other in-cafe things? Make a have, have a big bar. We've been mm. constricted by... You know, you want to save money going in and get a small space, so rent's lower, but... You gotta
0: make drinks. You gotta have space. Spend the money on the tile backsplash. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do the FRP thing.
1: I kind of like it. You can sharpie on it or Expo. Sharpie on it.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, we were under this mentality of have a smaller bar because it's going to take less steps to get to everything you need to. Right. But we didn't really expect to be as busy as we are, right? And at, at, on a Saturday or Sunday, we have five people behind that tiny bar, um, and so there comes a point where it's it's too small. So, you know, don't yeah, and more people make it worse, right? Right. But you can't do it without five on a on a busy day, mm-hmm. um. So I don't, it's a balance between. Not being so big that you prioritize design over function, and you put your you know espresso machine way over near the door so people can see it, but then you have your batch brewer way in the back. Like there's just there's yep. a balance between that form and function for a bar.
0: We've seen some cafes where you have to take like four steps between your grinder and your espresso machine, mm-hmm. and it's like that looks pretty,
1: pretty dumb. <laughs> Suckers.
2: But your customers are going to be waiting uh, like four extra seconds for their oat milk latte. That's right. Four seconds adds up. This podcast
1: is brought to you by oat milk lattes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We've mentioned oat milk
0: lattes a lot. We have. I love them, man. How about any specific tips within the realm of... And I just want to be clear to our listeners. Mm, Fans. We will sprinkle coffee, opening coffee shop tips, coffee tips throughout. So this is not an inclusive... er, Inclusive, exclusive? Exclusive. Exclusive. um, This is an inclusive podcast. Um, Amen. This isn't an exclusive uh, how to start a coffee shop podcast. Maybe we'll have one of those. I don't know. But um, these are just a few random things we're hitting on. With that being said, do you guys have any tips as far as specifically coffee brewing related things? I mean, I know for us, we started and we were like, we aren't going to do pour overs Mm -hmm. because they take too long. Mm -hmm. But transparently now, we're like, man, I kind of miss filter brewed by the cup coffee. So should we add a couple seraphims?
1: What's a seraphim?
0: Uh, For the fans. I know. A seraphim is a machine made by uh, William Curtis. Wilbur. (laughs) Wilbur Curtis. (laughs) Sorry, Wilbur. Um, And family. It is made by Wilbur Curtis, and it makes an automatic pour-over of your choosing. Single serve. Mm-hmm. Single serve. So at the end of the day, we're like, should we just pivot and go in that direction? But we'd have to install it and get a plumber out there and do all that stuff. And our bar's small. Yeah. Space. So... Um, I, I don't know where I was going with that. That's just an example well, of our mistake. But any any specific tips towards coffee brewing that we do a certain way that we like or that we don't do that we wish we did?
2: I I really like having a ton of portafilters around. Oh, yeah. And I don't necessarily... I could be wrong. I, my My knowledge of coffee shops across America is not unlimited. But... I feel like I don't see a ton of shops with like, you know, six portafilters behind the bar. Absolutely, we actually have eight. Um, right, flex. Yeah. So because well, we that's, have a, that's a lot
0: of money in portafilters, which it's, sucks. It's like a thousand dollars in portafilters. Um, can, can we just
1: say the word portaflex because it's hilarious? Yeah, that's a portaflex baby. That's a portaflex.
2: We have a three group machine, and so a three group machine comes with three portafilters, but. I think, really, it should come with, like, five or six because whenever we... We learned this from uh, being in the cart, actually, because with the cart, we had a La Marzocco GS3, and it was just one group, and so we only had one portafilter in the beginning. So you would grind a shot of espresso with your portafilter, redistribute, tamp, lock it in, and then what the you know the twenty six seconds while that is brewing your you you could be having another port of filter you know drying it out, getting it you know going for the next shot grinding yeah. and uh we would we would do some serious volume on that one group machine because of that, like we wouldn't have been able to do the volume we did if we didn't have two portafilters. filters port of filters and um now we we grind three portafilters at a time or two portafilters at a time and tamp them, lock them in, and then get the next three rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, when you pull a shot of espresso, you it, it can sit for like a little while. Like you don't have to immediately use the shot of espresso as soon as it's done brewing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's that myth that like, after, after a certain amount of seconds, the shot dies on the bar or whatever. Um, and that is one segment I really want to do in the future is like do a, do a comprehensive test of this. Like, how long does it take for you to be able to perceive a difference, uh, you know, a shot sitting there lukewarm for 15 minutes versus a fresh shot, you, you make a cappuccino with both, It does it taste different?
0: Or like pouring it over ice.
2: Shocks it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. But yeah, I've heard that. The
0: that's our myth, our MythBusters corner
2: with uh with Sam. Sam, Sam. yes, yeah. yeah. smoother. Um, snake eyes. Sorry, snake eyes. But yeah, I mean, we whenever we have a line out the door, we don't wait until the drink comes in to pull the shot. I mean, we have someone on our brewer position, which is making all the bases for the drinks: espresso, matcha, um, tea, all that stuff they are just pulling shots until kingdom come. And it doesn't even matter if not all of them immediately get used mm-hmm. for a drink, mm-hmm. especially if you're just slinging ice lattes.
1: Do you want, me to, I, you want me to back this up with a little science real quick? A little science lesson? Sure. Um, well, first off, we tried what you just said. We didn't make a cappuccino, but you know, we just brought, we've been bringing on some new people, and you're like explaining these kind of theories and it's like, okay, well, actually, let's just make an espresso and set it set it on the shelf, set its 15-minute timer and come back and drink it. I was like, yeah, this is still super solid. Um, the biggest thing is temperature, right? You know, you wouldn't maybe make a cortado or a cappuccino or something small because the temp is just going to be lower. Um, but so when you extract coffee, the water, and the minerals in the water take... The flavor and start to dissolve the coffee into the liquid. Um, and what happens is you still have tiny particulates, um, in your solution, like in your brew. So there's still little, little, little pieces of coffee called colloids in the coffee. Um, and if that stays hot, it's going to keep extracting, um, in, in the water, like your coffee will continue to extract because there's little bits of coffee still in your coffee, if that makes sense. There's a little bit of little solids, um, so that's why people always complain about you know old coffee, diner coffee, all having the same kind of taste because it's all just starting to taste over-extracted. Um, that's why some people complain about cold brew, right? Absolutely, yeah. Because there's there's definitely definitely colloids in that it's just hanging out for a long time um so with drip you know you have like and people give it a long time you know they give the drip hang out for hour two hours and still call it good which I'm all, I'm all for that um but with espresso i mean it's cooling you know i understand that there's going to be a lot more colloids because you have a metal filter versus a paper you have like 10 times strength but uh yeah, it's gonna take a lot to get that in a in a really rough spot in a really long time.
0: I think in our Mythbusters segment, we should have someone check filter brew and I mean I'm sure someone's done this in the past, but we can do it too. Check, you know, like a a drip or pour over or whatever and refractometer like extraction percentage, test it mm-hmm. over a certain period of time and then do the same thing with espresso and see how much like no paper filter speeds the process and, and whatnot. That would be really fun. That sounds
1: fun. We love this stuff. The little coffee tip I was going to offer to uh, resonate or bounce off of Ross's was kind of the same principle but with AirPods, like your coffee, your drip coffee. Um, a lot of shops like let their drip run out so, like, you are you filled up your pot of coffee, you serve, you serve, serve, it runs out, and then you, you have to rinse it out or put it back under your drip brewer and make that again. And that's a 10-minute a gap. And you typically run out of drip at the worst possible times. And mm-hmm. so to make you have to wait another 10 minutes to get a cup of joe is uh, lame. And you could just spend a whopping mm-hmm. 60... Dollars? I don't know, $100? I don't know how much these things cost anymore. The AirPods? Are they more expensive? The Curtis 300? AirPods are like 300 bucks. It's like a
0: utility cart. But you can also <laughs> get cheaper AirPods. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, right. Um. But that's huge. It's just like... Extra stuff. Extra stuff that you can be doing the same thing while your other piece of equipment is fulfilling the same task. It's cool. Cause you, Redundancy. Yeah, we love being redundant. Guys, I have to pee.
0: Uh, I think that's a good place to wrap. Um, yeah. It's been fun, boys. I'm glad that we could do this without um, Dave. I was scared. Dave was an excellent... Uh, an anchor point,
2: if you would. Yeah. He, he was hardly even a guest. I mean, he really did a lot of mediating... Officiating. Someone's gonna listen to that podcast first, and then listen to
0: the second one, be like, "What's missing? Where's, where's the cool guy? Right. Yeah. Where's the the guy guy wearing the index finger ring? You know.
1: Right. Where are the rings? We have rings. Okay. They just all happen to be on the same finger and made of the same material.
0: Gold. You guys all have gold rings.
2: Solid gold, baby. Yeah.
0: Mine's like a mixture of ten carat and twenty four carat because it was like from two different rings. Like rings my parents. One was my mom's, one was my dad's. Melted down into Uh, my ring. How about that?
2: That's beautiful
1: 24 karat magic in the air. (laughs) Uh,
0: all right, boys, it's been fun. Love you. Love Love you. you. Thanks for listening.